Welcome to Intuitive Astrology with Molly McCord. Thank you so much for joining me today as we're going to take a look at the astrological energies from May 18th until May 25th, where we're going to have the Sun enter Gemini, Mars enter Aries, and a variety of beautiful energies and aspects unfolding over this week that overall feels very supportive. It's like there's finally energy coming through to move forward to take steps, to do what you need to do as the planets move out of Pisces and out of that deep, intense processing that we've been in, especially since the Scorpio lunar eclipse. But now the energies want us to express ourselves, to move forward. And we have some very beautiful things connecting this week, especially between the personal planets and the outer planets. And this can be a wonderful time to finally connect some dots, see a bigger picture, understand what you're ready to do next, and basically feel that there's more support coming in and coming through. So I will certainly hold that intention for the collective that we're bringing in clarity and we're ready to move ahead into these energies that we've been feeling and sensing. Even though there's been that intense overlap with the strong Pisces energies that we've had for the last number of months. So we've been going through the energies of Pisces, which we've talked about numerous times on this podcast, about how the Pisces energies are where we've been doing that introspective and reflective work. The Pisces energies have been about completions, endings, forgiveness, allowing things to unwind and leave our energy fields, to leave certain experiences, be complete with certain habits, patterns, cycles. And that Pisces energy wants us to have a sense of completion that supports our spiritual growth that allows us to transmute anything that we no longer need into another form to allow it to dissolve and be released as we then take the best things forward. We claim what is true for us now. We understand that we can step into new experiences, new energies, new parts of our lives that all connect to new parts of ourselves that are coming through at this time. So as we move through this week in May, again, it feels like there's energies that are finally ramping up and you could feel like there's things that are just falling away. And I certainly hope it feels more effortless now because we've really had to dive deep into these Pisces themes. We've talked about how there was the ongoing energies, especially with the four planets in Pisces, when we had Mars, Venus, Jupiter and Neptune, all in Pisces, all in those particular areas of your chart, wanting you to go into understanding and feeling what you've needed to release. And so now we move into the stronger Aries energy, where we currently have Venus in Aries, Jupiter in Aries, Chiron in Aries, and on May 24th, Mars will enter Aries. And this is very significant, because even though we've had three planets in Aries already, they've all been ruled by Mars, and Mars has been in Pisces. So this Mars energy could have felt like there's things you were ready to get started on, 
a part of you could feel the energy rising up, you could feel the new energies coming through, but then it could have felt like there was a pause or a lag or something wasn't quite all the way there yet. And that was that Mars and Pisces that's basically been setting the pace for these planets in Aries. So what that means is even though we're feeling like these new starts are coming through and perhaps there's something within you that is being birthed, that's emerging, that's gaining in clarity around what you want next or where you're ready to go next. This is the energy of things have been building and I'm getting the image of energies gathering at the starting line. And you can think of this as a race of some kind where the energies are coming to that starting point. And then when Mars enters Aries, then the starting pistol goes off, meaning that's the sound that signals now it's begun, now it's started. So I feel like we've been sensing that energies have been coming together or accumulating. Perhaps there's something also in the Aries parts of your chart, specifically the house or houses that you have Aries energy, that you could feel something is forming, taking shape. But again, it's not until Mars enters Aries that everything is fully on board, that starting pistol goes off, and then it begins. And this will be a week when a lot more can feel energized and you could feel like you finally have the ability to focus on what you've wanted to start. You could even feel it, of course, in your body consciousness. And this is where Mars connects to our physical energies, what we feel we can handle and take on in a day, as well as what we want to express. Mars is about what we desire, what we go for. It's about how our physical body can also handle energies. So as Mars moves into Aries, there could be this sense of now I'm ready to go. I physically have the energy and I also have a desire to focus on this next thing. Now, this energy is going to continue on into the next number of months because this Mars in Aries is also going to jumpstart Jupiter in Aries, where Jupiter in Aries is going to feel supported and ready to launch, ready to ignite, ready to have that energy move forward that is connected to a new 12-year cycle. So it's so fascinating how these energies are lining up because once this Mars is in Aries, then it's all systems go. Yes, we have Mercury retrograde right now, which we'll talk about that, but that's more of our minds. That's more of what we're figuring out understanding, contemplating, whereas this stronger Aries energy is certainly about the go. Go for it, make moves, step up, come through, show up, all those things about how that Mars and Aries wants to be a part of something, wants to set off on a new adventure, a new endeavor. And certainly this connects to the parts of your own energy field that are giving birth, that are being reinvigorated with a new sense of self, a higher understanding perhaps of who you are in this lifetime based on what you've learned about yourself, especially related to your overall energy field, meaning understanding more of who you are at that core essence of self that's connected to even this purity 
of what matters to you, what's a priority, what you want in your life. Because part of what we've moved through with the Pisces energy is understanding what we don't want, what doesn't work, what needs to be released, what needs to be unraveled from us. And because this can be so different for every single person, it's looking at the Pisces areas of your chart that have been letting things complete themselves, letting certain cycles be over so that you can step into more of what you desire, what your truth is, and a fuller understanding that that's what the universe wants for you too. That's what the universe wants to support you with because with Pisces, we clear out. We allow the void. We allow things to be released so that there's an opening And the opening of the energies then allows room for these new starts to come forward. It also allows us to hear ourselves, to really listen to what we need, to what those messages are, and to claim them. The Aries energy moves quickly. So there's this immediacy of the messages. That's where something can hit you in the gut. You just have that instinctual yes. Aries is primal. Aries is about the root chakra. Aries is connected to that instant feeling, that instant knowingness that you have about something because that's the energy speaking to you. The energy is speaking to you before your mind is involved before your mind starts weighing the pros and cons or going into all these other stories, before the mind starts to access things from the past or potential futures, because our minds can go in every direction and our minds can be both our best ally and our worst enemy. So the Aries energy is about what you're sensing, feeling, and connecting to at that primal immediate level that gives you information, that is a message. And again, it's the message of your aura, the message of your physicality, of your body. It can be the message of your desires, of your sexuality. It can be the messages that you're feeling almost so impulsively that it can be a lot at times. And that would depend on how you manage the energy that moves through you and how much you have worked with these energies before. So if you have strong Aries in your chart, then you would understand how things can happen quickly for you. Like you just have a sense of knowingness or there's something that you're just trusting. You're just feeling that yes, and it's at that primal gut level. So this energy is going to continue to be strong here as we close out May and go into June. And there's even something about simplicity. Now, we certainly have been moving through that with the energies in Taurus, but there's also something about when you're trusting yourself, when you're trusting what's coming up for you, that can be a very simple message, very clear, very much to the point. And again, this is before the mind gets involved. So over this next week, we're going to have a very interesting connection because the sun enters Gemini on May 20th. And that's when the mind does enter the chat. That's when the mind does feel invigorated. But the good news is it's working in harmony with this Aries energy. And this is stronger masculine energy. This can be energy that helps you in understanding 
not only what you want and what you desire, but how to put it into words, how to express yourself truthfully, how to open up that throat chakra and even open up the energy stream between the throat chakra down to the root chakra and then all of the energy centers in between. So now we have this opening of energies that want us to be truthful in our expressions, but to work on that internally as well so that you're really hearing yourself. You're really hearing what you want and you're honoring it. You're giving it energy. You're giving it life. And you're understanding that things are connecting now because there's finally room. There's finally space and room in your aura, in your energy, in your life, in your mind, wherever it may be that is allowing these energies to come up and be heard so that you can truly see yourself from a higher vantage point. This higher vantage point is connected to your own spiritual growth path, what you've been learning, understanding, and realizing about yourself and how you are now accessing a higher consciousness around your own energy. And so this would apply to what you've realized you're complete with within yourself. And now as these new Aries energy come forward and gain momentum, there are going to be opportunities to do something new to do it differently, and also to do something from a healed perspective. Because these energies, specifically Jupiter and Mars and Aries, are traveling behind Chiron and Aries, where you've already been working deeply on something. There's already been issues and parts of yourself that you've had to really understand, go into. Perhaps it was very scary and vulnerable. This is where our insecurities come up, where we have tears. We have things that we're circling in that have been requiring us to pay attention and heal them. Well, now that Chiron is in the middle of Aries, the planets are traveling behind Chiron, basically giving energy, focus, and momentum to what you've healed. So a big question coming up now would be, how would you take action, move forward from that healed place where you're no longer carrying that same type of wound? What would you do in a new way because you're no longer that same wounded identity. It's no longer something you're carrying in that same way. So this is a chance to look at what you're willing to try, what you're willing to attempt and move towards in a new, fresh way after the healing energies, specifically from 2018 until early 2022, which is now complete So we're looking at these new beginnings from a place of greater wholeness and healedness. And it's as simple as, what would I choose if I wasn't still wounded or if I didn't feel this same energy? Chiron can bring up our limitations. Chiron can bring up what we don't think we can handle or what we don't want to go towards. Chiron in Aries is revealing the parts of our self-identity that require greater self-acceptance, perhaps developing more courage or more independence in who you are without the input of others or without needing support from outside of yourself. So as these Jupiter and Mars energies pick up, what we're looking at are the new beginnings that we can embrace and create from a place of deeper self-knowingness and self-acceptance. 
And so this is one of the energy themes that we'll be picking up and starting this week, moving into June and July as well. So keep in mind that it could be very healthy and supportive for you to hold that question in your mind around who would I be in this area of my life or in all areas of my life now that I am more fully healed, now that I've stepped more into the truth of who I am? How am I going to show up as this version of myself? And that doesn't mean necessarily you get it right every time, whatever right might mean to you, or that it's perfect, or that it's the best of yourself every time. But it feels like what is emerging is more of this energy that we can trust within ourselves. We can honor it. We can understand this is who I am now. This is what I've been through. This is what matters to me. This is who I am. And then how you proceed to walk in the world from that place because you know your journey. You know the depths of your own journey more than anyone. And so you also know everything that you've been through in terms of these healing cycles and these deeper energies that Chiron has activated. Well, now that we have support for stepping out out in a new way. It's requiring yourself to walk from a more healed perspective because it can be easy to go back into what's familiar, to go back into those places of doubt or insecurity or thinking, I don't know if I can do this. I've never done this before, but that's exactly what this energy is. You're doing something you haven't done before, whether that's in one particular area of your life or multiple areas of your life. This is new energy moving you forward, and this is where you're meant to claim what you've learned about yourself and to require yourself to show up as that more highly evolved and healed version of who you are. And that will then set the tone for what these Aries energies are beginning in your life, in your energy, in your world, and how you can trust this in yourself. Trust the new version of yourself that you're birthing. Trust what's coming through, even if it surprises you at times. That's what we're meant to really move forward into, and that's how we keep the energy moving forward. So this is a week where there's a lot of energy that's quite bubbly and dynamic. I had mentioned how the sun enters Gemini on May 20th, and then we'll make some interactions with these Aries energies. And this is where both the Gemini and Aries energies are ready to go. They want movement. They want things to get going and ideas put into motion. So this can be quite creative, quite interesting. There can be a sense here of new possibilities, new endeavors, new things that you're ready to follow and trust. The energy feels quite bubbly. It feels quite exciting and interesting. Um, this is where you could even be percolating in new dreams and new possibilities or new potentials that you didn't feel you had room or capacity for before. Because now the energy has shifted into the fire signs and the stronger air signs, moving us away from the intensity and depth of the water signs, as well as the pragmatic reality of the earth signs. So now there's more movement coming through. And it's important to be very intentional with that movement and with those directions. Now, right before the sun enters Gemini, the sun in Taurus will trine Pluto retrograde in Capricorn at 28 degrees on May 19th. 
So I'm going back here to May 19th. And also on May 19th, Mercury retrograde in Gemini sextiles Jupiter in Aries at one degree. So this is also the energy of what you're really owning, where there's a sense of empowerment and also a realization around your own transformation process. Now, I feel like this Mercury retrograde in Gemini is where we're reviewing and we're understanding some things that we want to do differently. We're making new choices. Maybe there's something in your mind that you're tossing back and forth, you're figuring it out. The sextile to Jupiter in Aries is going to help you see what lifts you up, where something new comes in and there's an answer there, there's an understanding, there's even a potential or possibility that this is something that is the solution or this is something that is speaking to you that brings in good news. Um, That's certainly something that can happen around May 19th because what this energy signifies is connected to new energy streams opening after a very intense and deep process. And we've really been through it the first five months of this year. Well, you could say the past three years, you could say the past decade, it's been this relentless energy stream coming in of changes and intense work and things showing up that we need to move through and face. But I feel like this energy is a power surge. Feels like something comes through that's meant to give you a yes, a clarity, a sense of this is true for me. This is what I want. And it can also help simplify what you don't want, what's being removed, what's falling away. So what we have here is that It's time to honor your own transformation process even more and to not get stuck in too many other things where there can be distractions. That Mercury and Gemini can be very distracted and in retrograde, it can almost seem like we get stuck in our own internal loops of spinning and information and not deciding. And that can be a distraction in itself. So we're looking at what are the distractions here that are taking me away from what I know I need to do, I want to do, or what's next. And this is where you could be making new decisions for yourself, where you know something's on your calendar or something's in front of you and you're realizing, I just don't have the capacity for that. I'm not interested in that like I used to be. I don't think I want that. I'm going to just take that off the calendar, take that off my desk, take that out of my brain. There's something here where it's really reviewing what is consuming your mental energy because it would be very understandable to have a lot of emotional fatigue and mental fatigue. I feel like that's where our energies have been heavily invested and we want to move the energy forward while also being very conscious of the fact that there's things in our life that we can just take on and have in front of us without giving it a second glance, but this is a time to give it a second glance, to really consider it, to really be aware of, is this what I want? Is this where I want to invest my time, energy, and attention? And if it's a yes, then wonderful. And if it's a no, then trust that, especially when we're going to have this Aries energy giving you those impulsive responses. And it can come up really fast. That's sometimes why that Aries energy can be very impatient or act out or have an anger that comes out because it's a very quick response to another energy, to another person to anything else that gives you that immediate answer. 
And so you could be surprised at where you thought you had a yes and all of a sudden you have like this very fast no. It's like a no way, no thank you, not doing it. And that is something to trust in yourself. Now on May 21st, the sun in Gemini will be conjunct Mercury retrograde in Gemini at one degree. So this happens right after that Mercury retrograde sextiles Jupiter in Aries. And the sun brings in the light. It shines a light on something. But Mercury retrograde, especially in Gemini, is a messenger. And this Mercury is bringing a message back to the sun. The sun is shining its light, amplifying it in a new way. And again, this is something that maybe you thought you were a yes and now you're a no or vice versa. You thought you were a no and now you were a yes. Because this Gemini energy, it basically moves between two energy fields, between the right side and the left side. It's the energy of duality. It's where we can have two narratives unfolding, two choices. It's also where we're looking at what are the pros and cons, but what am I going to do with this choice? What am I going to do that is correct for me? And I feel like what this Mercury retrograde in Gemini is bringing our attention to is that the choices you're making now are meant to be in alignment with that root chakra energy. Again, that's what I'm seeing where there's this new energetic alignment here where even earlier this year or last year or two years ago, you would have said one thing or made one choice or had a certain perspective. Well, now this Mercury retrograde in Gemini is asking you to check in with yourself. Is this still true? Is that still in alignment? Is this still a truthful representation of your energy? And as Mercury re-enters Taurus, which happens on May 22nd, there is returning the energy back into what your true values are now. Where Mercury and Taurus slows down, it wants to understand. It wants to assess, observe, and look at what you've already established in yourself and to make sure the mind is in alignment. So it's almost like making sure that you're speaking the words that are truthful for you now, even if they surprise you, even if it's things you never thought you would say, or you're seeing something in a new light, you're seeing it in a new way. And in fact, seeing it in a new light would be part of this energy signature of Mercury retrograde conjunct the sun, where the energy can reveal more of what you didn't see before. So I feel like there's going to be shifts over this next week that bring you back into center. And perhaps there's things that you're reassessing, reviewing, reprioritizing, and reconsidering. Now, this Mercury energy can be very self-involved in its own world, meaning it's in Gemini and Taurus, and these are the internal energies of our self-identification, where we're getting clearer on what we want, on what we need, and understanding the choices to make around what we value. But what can also happen is that we can have a limited perspective. We might not see the bigger show. We might not see the bigger viewpoint. And I feel like part of what we can be involved in may even feel limited at times, might even feel like there's something that you're reviewing and you can sense that there's more to come. 
Perhaps that's a good way to say it. There's things in front of you that you have to take care of, right? We all have that. We have our daily responsibilities, things that we move through and we need to attend to, be it work, family, activities, etc. And what this Mercury retrograde is doing is bringing the energy back into what we truly need and how we can simplify our lives, how we can simplify our priorities. And it could be that you're also feeling, especially after that Scorpio lunar eclipse on May 15th and 16th, that there's things that you're done with and you don't have the energy for it. And it just feels like it's too much or it's overwhelming or it's really big. And what we're looking at is, okay, this is what is an easier approach. This is an easier solution. This is more simple. How am I going to simplify all of this for myself because I have more clarity now or I'm understanding more of my priorities And then what happens is as Mercury continues retrograde, Mercury meets up with that Pluto retrograde in Capricorn at 28 degrees on May 25th. So I'm jumping ahead here because we're looking at this Mercury energy. And what that Mercury trining Pluto is doing is reminding you that you do have support. You do have powerful options. There are other things that can open up and come through, but are you willing to open up your energy to allow those connections and those opportunities to arrive? Because Pluto trining Mercury brings in something that our mind is meant to see. And I actually feel this as a powerful activation of that third eye where there could be new understandings, new messages, new visuals, new solutions that are coming in that maybe you pushed away, you didn't welcome it, you didn't understand it, you didn't have room for it. And I feel like part of this Mercury retrograde, especially because there's these ongoing interactions with Pluto, It's the universe saying this right here would work. This right in front of you would be a good option. So are you connecting some dots here? Are you seeing how this can come together? And that Pluto energy can be very powerful. It's like a force of energy. It even has this magnetic quality where things can just show up and come through. And so there's something here where if you've made something really complicated, where you perhaps have just been overthinking it, over-processing it. You know, it's kind of that mental fatigue again that I mentioned, that we get locked into what our brain is processing. Well, this energy that we're able to work with is actually bringing you something to look at in a new light, to look at where you've blocked out answers or possibilities where you've blocked out other solutions because there's more than one solution to anything. In fact, if you're sitting in something right now that has a heaviness, that feels like a big problem, that's something that you don't know how to energetically move, the universe has unlimited potentials, unlimited options for how to move energy, how to open up, how to bring in something that will be a good fit for you or for the issue, or for the idea, or for whatever you're embarking on. And I feel like what we're being given right now is this opportunity to get out of our own way, 
get out of our own way, like step aside, you're blocking you, that kind of thing, where you don't even realize that it's your own energy that's maybe been locked into a certain pattern or stuck in something that the universe wants to help you with, wants to bring in new solutions, but are you allowing it? And I feel like this certainly relates to the eclipse energies that we've just moved through. And it does relate to these Pisces energies where we've had opportunities to connect even more with our spiritual self, with our God self, to connect even more with the openings and the miracles of the world. And it's like if you've stepped away from that, this Mercury retrograde could bring you back to something that feels truer, more grounded, more solid. But it's because now if you're fully embodying more of your own God self and you're at that frequency of partnering with spirit more regularly. And I mean this on a daily basis. I mean that it's stepping into this energy of you're not alone. You don't have to figure it all out on your own. You don't have to carry everything on the weight of your own shoulders. But if that has been something you've always done, if you've always thought you have to figure it all out on your own or that there was no one who really got you or who understood what you were going through. I mean, you can certainly relate this to any or all areas of your life. In fact, if this is true for you in one area of your life, it could very well be true for you in multiple areas of your life because who you are doesn't change based on the different experience or environments you're moving through. Meaning, if you show up at work, sit down at your desk, and go through what you need to take care of in a day, that is how your mind is processing information, thinking about things, finding solutions, reviewing. That's the same you that goes home and sits down on the couch and watches television, watches the news, watches whatever, and you're still in that same mental energy. You still have the same process when you're watching a comedy or you're watching a drama or you're watching anything on TV, your mind is still working in the same way. So with this sun in Gemini, with this Mercury retrograde, we're very aware of the fact that how our minds work is how we show up in these different environments and take in different parts of the world, different pieces of information, what we contemplate, what we sit with, what we think through. And there could be some patterns and things that you're seeing in yourself around your own blocks, limitations, or things you haven't seen before that now the universe wants you to see in a new light, to see it in a new way, to get out of your own way, or to stop looking at things perhaps from a very limited, detailed perspective. Because Gemini can be very much about the specifics, the data, the numbers, the grammar, how the sentence is written, you know, it's basically like a copywriter or someone who is an editor who can review and look at information here and understand how it's composed, how it's created. But at the same time, you don't want to miss the overall message, what's really being said, what's truly being communicated. And I feel like, again, the universe is bringing in something that you're meant to see, you're meant to understand, that we're meant to open our minds to because that's going to feel like a breakthrough, like there's an aha, I get it, I see it, I missed it before, but now the energy is being polished, the mirror is being polished, and I'm understanding more of what is possible that I just didn't see before. So that is a big theme with these energies, 
and truly a gift of this Mercury retrograde cycle. As the sun continues through Gemini, there are going to be more opportunities to open up beyond what you've considered before. The sun in Gemini will sextile Jupiter in Aries at two degrees on May 23rd. And this is often a time of good news, happy developments, new things showing up, new solutions coming through. This is where you could hear something that lights you up. This is where there could be an answer, an offer, an invitation, an opening, something new, which is what that Jupiter in Aries is all about. And the sun in Gemini is sextiling it, creating the communication, creating the expression, and the desire to maybe socialize, to share, to do something that is of interest, and also something exciting. Again, this is very bubbly energy over this next week, and you could just feel that running through you. Like you wanna get out and about, you wanna meet up with friends, you want to plan a trip. All of that is strongly encouraged here. Yes, Mercury retrograde means review the details, look at what is being committed to, and perhaps there's even something where you're looking at the plans and you want to wait until Mercury stations direct before booking the trip. And Mercury will station direct June 3rd. It could be June 2nd, depending on your location. But there's something here where movement is desired, plans are coming together, and things are opening up. Then on May 24th, that is when Mars enters Aries, and it's also when Venus in Aries sextiles Saturn in Aquarius at 25 degrees. Venus sextiling Saturn can be stability, can be something beneficial. This can also be a manifestation. Something shows up in your real world. Something comes through. There's something that can be felt here that just feels good to you, that feels like, yes, I've wanted this and now it's showing up. Or there's something in your world that is even providing positive feedback. Um, This is again a positive energy. And then when Mars enters Aries on that same day, it amplifies the new starts. It gets us going. Again, it's that signal from the universe that, okay, now you could feel ready for something. Now you could feel that energy shift and be ready to charge towards it, to feel like you have the physical energy for going after what you want. And keep in mind that this Mars begins a new two-year cycle in Aries. So we have Jupiter beginning a new 12-year cycle this month, as well as Mars beginning a new two-year cycle. So there's something syncing up here around what you're really being drawn to and where you're being asked to have courage, where you're stepping into the fact that, you know, we only have so much time on this planet. We aren't here forever. There's only so many years we live in our lives. So what do you want? What is calling to you that's inspiring you, that's motivating you, and that's true for you that is lifting your energy? Because when you put it into that higher perspective of our time on the planet, there could be some very clear choices that you're willing to make for yourself. Very clear around this is what matters to me. This is what I want. And going back to what I was saying about Mercury retrograde, there could be things that you're like, never mind. I don't want that. That's not a priority anymore because this new energy, this new adventure, this new part of myself is feeling so much stronger, so much more creative, so much more courageous. And that's 
what I want to direct energy to. So I feel like that's where we could have some shifts here is that you're taking some things off your plate because you want room for the new. You want room for something else. And just see what that is for you because, again, you're going to feel it. So going back to these Aries energies, we feel it immediately. There's something in our gut. There can be something primal. This can also be adrenaline, that part of ourselves that wants to just get us moving. And you could feel that even as a reckless energy, because if you move too fast, there can be an accident. But this is managing it responsibly, being aware of what is rising up in you, and then also knowing that the universe is giving you some yes energy this week. And what are you going to do with it? How are you going to work with it? How are you going to honor it? And also do so responsibly so that you don't wear yourself out because sometimes that Aries energy will burn hot and quick and be extinguished too fast. So keep that in mind as well, that if something is truly meant for you and if it's something that you're really wanting, it will stay the course. It will be able to go the distance. And it's something that also feels like we're connecting it to that more grounded, aligned part of ourselves that wants it to prosper and grow. And for all the ways that I talk about these things and I mention, you know, relationships or work or a creative project, keep in mind that it can just be energy within yourself, that there's new parts of yourself you're feeling, you're sensing how deeply you've changed, you're aware of how you've stepped into more of your truth, more of your power, more of your light, and that's what you're feeling. So even if it doesn't seem like there's anything in the external world that's speaking to you directly, there's something with in us that is birthing and rising up that is beautifully supported by the divine right now. And I think that's important to note because, again, going back to all these Pisces energies that we've been through, it's remembering how you are this beautiful energy vessel connected to your soul's frequency, connected to the God self that you've embodied, connected to your higher self, connected to all these various realms of spiritual support. And it's up to us to embrace that and willingly work with it and willingly go there. So when you have a hard day, when you're going through a rough time, it's putting in the practice that you're not alone, you can turn to God, you can turn to your higher self, you can listen to your intuition. It's looking at, well, what do you do to use these energies regularly? How are you incorporating these spiritual practices into your life on a regular basis? Because I know that so many of you, you are light workers and star seeds, you're healers, you're advanced souls, you've been on the spiritual path for a long time. And even if you haven't, even if you just had your spiritual awakening recently, that is beautifully on time as well. But it's understanding that part of our human experience is bringing in these spiritual gifts and these spiritual tools and applying them regularly, using them regularly. And that's what shifts our navigation through this earthly realm. Where when you feel overwhelmed, when there's so much happening outside of you, especially if you're an empath or a highly sensitive person, you're feeling all this information or all these communications or a lot of people want something from you. It's then practicing what it means to listen to yourself, giving yourself that space and room to listen to your own intuition, to pull back or pull away and let people know, I'll get back to you tomorrow. Let me catch up with you next week because you're 
honoring the fact that your energy needs time or space to understand your own answer. You could also have those answers immediately. You could know something right away and you're able to express it. But I feel like what we're learning, especially right now, is to keep using these tools to keep applying what you've been learning because that is the mastery. And that's basically what it's about, where we're integrating these spiritual energies into our human experiences, using them responsibly and consciously. And that's what shifts not only our energy, but what we create, what we choose, what we want, because we also are basically bringing in that spiritual energy that is you, that is essentially you before you took a human form, before you showed up in this beautiful body of yours. You were this undefined energy field and now we're inviting that back into ourselves consciously and working with those parts of ourselves that we have been disconnected from or detached from, especially across multiple lifetimes. So as I said, there's a lot going on this week and it's important to look at things from a new viewpoint to allow those new answers and solutions to come in and to also stay mindful of your own choices and energies where you can ask yourself, what would I choose or who would I be from this more healed place where I don't have the heaviness of those wounds or the heaviness of that insecurity now I'm able to make new choices or different choices from this more holistic part of myself and to trust that, to trust these new parts of yourself that are coming forward because you've certainly earned it, meaning you've put in the work and effort to heal something at a very deep level of your being. Now allow the beauty of that to arrive. Now allow the bounty of it and the manifestations of it to show up because that's what both this Jupiter and Mars and Aries want us to do and want us to trust as we now move forward. The energy feels quite bubbly, quite interesting, quite exciting, and hopefully you experience some easy connections where things just come together. There's good yeses, there's clear noes, there's things that are just revealing themselves that further enhance and support what you want in your life and what is true for you now. And before I sign off, there was just a few quick things I wanted to toss out there to remind you about. Uh, Also, because many of you have asked that, yes, we're doing another astrology workshop on May 24th. And this is for those of you who have pre-ordered my new book, Awakening Astrology, which comes out on May 24th. And I am going to be answering your questions in this free workshop. So I'll put the link below, but essentially after you pre-order the book, then you can sign up to join this workshop and you'll also get access to the previous Zoom workshop and also the companion worksheet that I created for you, which is a 10-page PDF that helps you understand more about your personal planets. So all of that is free as part of my book launch and I hope that you'll join me on May 24th. It will be at... 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. And there will be a recording of the Q&A workshop so that if you can't join us live, you can, of course, access it when you do have time. And we do still have room and space for those of you who would like to join the virtual retreat that we are hosting. It's the Awakening Astrology Retreat that I'm hosting along with Lori Rising, where we are supporting you in embodying your energies in what 
what that means for you specifically. We will be doing 13 workshops. They will be live, but also replays. And this is so that you can really step into more of your beautiful, unique celestial imprint, where you can truly own more of who you are in this lifetime. We're going to be doing a variety of different exercises as well as teachings. And this work can be very healing, very transformative, and basically help you understand more of who you are in this lifetime. We're so excited about this retreat. We just have so much that we're excited to teach and share with you. So for those who would like to join virtually, please check out the link below. And of course, there will be replays for everything so that you don't have to join us live, but you can come back and watch whenever it works for you. That link will be a below the podcast here as well. And as I mentioned previously, I've been doing this podcast for 10 years now, and I'm so grateful for all of you who have connected with me around the world. Thank you so much for your energy and for your presence. I hope that this information continues to support you on your journey and continues to benefit you with whatever you're moving through at this time. You can find out more about me over at mollymccord.online, which is where you'll find all of my current classes and programs. And I'm also over on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. So I'm wishing you a beautiful week ahead as the energies ramp up and get going. And I also look forward to connecting with you again every Monday and Wednesday for our next podcast episode. Take good care and I'll see you back here really soon.